GM, hello everyone. Welcome back to HGV's Digital Fashion Podcast, where we bridge the gap between fashion and technology. In each episode, we welcome pioneers who are shaping AI, digital fashion, NFTs, Web3, blockchain to share their latest trend and their insights in this field. I'm Isola Ichinzu, your guide through this exciting journey. Before we dive into today's episode, a quick reminder to subscribe our channel and stay updated on our latest trends. If you like the content and think it's helpful for you, please put a heart and share with your friends. Your support keeps us going on and bring more voices in this conversation. Today, we are honored to invite Barbara to join us. She's based in Italy and Japan. Barbara is the founder of Eletticos Iki, digital fashion studio, style lab, and fashion consulting. And she is, has a long time experience in the fashion high street ready to wear and also luxury industry. In 2016, she found 3B could be the next level revolution for the fashion. So right now she is working on 3D, AR, VR, AI, and the metaverse Web3, helping fashion brands become really sustainable, inclusive, resilient, super engaging, and meaningful. So welcome, Barbara. We're really happy to having you as our super guest and talk about visionary in Web3 era fashion revolution. So can you introduce yourself and share with us how you start this journey in digital fashion? Hi, Isola Kiching and everybody. And uh, I'm very honored to be with you today. Thank you for having me. And uh, um, it's a pleasure because you are a real gem in this field. You are doing a great job and uh, I'm so happy to be your friend, not only your guest. <laughs> about my job and about my brand, uh, first of all, the name is Ereticos Iki. Iki mm. means uh, elegance, freshness in Japanese. And ereticos means uh, deciding with our own brain, with our own he um, head, mm. even if we are in a group, but we can also have another kind of idea. So that's why I named my brand Ereticosiki, because it's Ereticos Elegance. Uh, choose a new kind of elegance. Why? Because uh, when uh, I found uh, the 3D the first time, it was uh, during a meeting uh, in uh, Paris in 2016. And uh, in 2016, uh, already they told us uh, there was a pool of very, very interesting people, actually. Uh, and they told us... Uh, few designer that uh, the future of fashion would have been uh, not similar to what we already seen in our life but completely different and everything were uh, around 3d ar uh, vr 
uh, wearables, uh, game, gamification, blockchain. Yeah. So I started to be interesting, interested about everything, uh, starting from uh, 3D, because uh, I was suffering about uh, all the waste we create with the fashion, not only upstream but only downstream upstream because when we make a collection we have to buy all the fabrics and accessorize before to know what we really will use because the timing is very straight very short and before the designer knows very well what he wants or she wants to to use to make we have to, as a product manager, we have to buy all the materials. And uh, if we are lucky, 50% will be thrown away or used in the better case. And the last uh, uh, will be used to make a collection. So it's a, a waste of uh, resources uh, that is really meaningless each time we make a collection. And if you think that a brand uh, since 2000 made 10 collections per year, you can imagine how much the waste was. So I was really concerned about that. And I thought that uh, with the 3D, we could see the samples before to make uh, them in reality. And it was really something that uh, uh, made me happy at that time. But in 2016, uh, actually, the programs, uh, Clothe 3D, Browseware, and uh, something else, Optitex, Odev, uh, uh, that was on the table at that time, was not so sophisticated. So we couldn't give our clients what really we wanted to give them. So I started to um, play with the, the, the uh, you know, with the platform and understanding how to do. But it was not the time to offer a good service to my clients. Um, but I thought in some years we will be ready to do uh, this uh, job in another way and uh, making really smarter the supply chain. So is, is what uh, uh, drove me to use uh, all this tool especially 3D. Uh, when you use 3D, you don't have to think just about the supply chain in order to make a garment, but also how you can use the output of the 3D garment you made along all the value chain you have. So, for example, when you have a 3D sample, you can use it inside your company in any field, production, uh, uh, designing uh, and also sales and marketing, marketing and sales, because you have something that you can use as a um, base for some very brilliant content. So it's a, a good resource that you have in 3D. And nowadays uh, we can use it in uh, 
uh, extended reality or virtual reality in the metaverse, in uh, uh, augmented reality like a Pokemon Go. We can do many things to engage our customers. And uh, also we can do really um, helpful thing uh, that can, for example, give uh, uh, first impression to our customer on how the garment can fit them. Not in size, but just in feeling for now. We are not ready for sizing uh, mm -hmm. in a virtual reality, but uh, the feeling can be quite pretty good. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, lots of uh, opportunity to use a 3D garment. Then one year ago, AI appeared. And uh, who cannot get in love with AI that uh, is a super brush, a super pencil? You can do anything you want if you study a lot to be able to make a good prompt. Mm -hmm. So it's not so easy to get the correct result with AI. You have to work a lot. And uh, the most difficult thing you have is to make your own style. Because if you don't prompt very well, you will have the style of AI that yeah. is similar to many other designers. But if you want to have your own style with AI, you have to find out the correct prompting and give your imprinting to your tool. And it's amazing. So you start to... Uh, talk about a lot of content about digital fashion, about AI, AR, VR. So can we see something from your brand that you're working on with? Uh, well, uh, you can see already something maybe uh, on the screen. I will uh, now start to show you this video that has mm -hmm. uh, been made uh, using just a 3D, not AI. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, at that time, uh, in 2022, there were no uh, 3D platform, 3D software connected to AI. But nowadays, uh, all the software are already integrated with AI. So you can have a uh, um, much easier workflow nowadays than uh, one or two years ago. Mm -hmm. So this is what I made uh, on this video. And uh, as you can see, uh, the quality of the fabric uh, is uh, pretty uh, close to the reality. And that is what I care most because uh, before to make a garment, you have uh, to be sure that uh, the fabrics uh, is exactly what you use in reality. If you want to use it uh, as a, a starting point uh, to make a collection in reality. And this is my purpose, to use digital for physical. Hmm. Then we can do anything we want uh, um, and uh, go to the metaverse uh, and uh, uh, making content uh, for marketing and anything you want. But uh, First of all, if we want to make a fashion sustainable, we have to use 
3D in the supply chain. Yes, that's pretty important because why we are building all things, it's not only about experience, but also it can do something really helping for the society to become more sustainable in fashion. Yeah, so things I, I know you have such a long experience in the traditional fashion and luxury industry. I think also you know about a lot of things about fabric. So that's why you can do really realistic one to presenting people how it the 3D modeling looks and in the reality it will be the same. The idea of digital twin. So a replicate from the physical one in the digital world. So I was curious about what led you into this industry? And as you are a pioneer in this industry, what kind of mission or your goals you want to bring in this new area? Well, the mission, as I told you before, is to mm -hmm. make uh, things sustainable. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the starting point. Then using AI, you can also be more creative if you want, because uh, with AI, you can uh, find a solution that maybe by yourself uh, uh, couldn't uh, envision. It's a, a synergy between you and a super intelligent uh, uh, tool that knows uh, all the things uh, in fashion, for example, in your field mm -hmm. since the beginning of time, no? So you have a, a long story uh, to look in because uh, uh, the work of a fashion designer in the end is uh, to find out a, a good trend and yeah. then to design for that trend. But usually the trend is coming for the from the past with the something from the future so you have to mix everything together and uh, using artificial intelligence is uh, really really amazing then it's not enough for now because you have to translate the artificial intelligence in 3d but i know that uh, there are new uh, software that are able already to do that they cost a lot very very cost uh, they cost uh, very 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 much so you must be a company with already mm -hmm. a great selling uh, to afford that kind of tools but uh, they already can do something I didn't try yet, but I am going to try. And then maybe in another episode, we will uh, afford uh, uh, that new tool. But uh, uh, really, the mission is uh, for fashion. The mission is uh, getting sustainable. And uh, uh, as it is uh, a means of expressing ourselves, so... Uh, I remember when I was a young girl, uh, I went to the disco because, uh, you know, it was the 80s. So we had mm -hmm. the best fashion, the best discotheque. We had really a funny life in real time. We didn't have the metaverse. And so mm -hmm. each each weekend I wanted to change my dress, of course, no? But uh, it's not sustainable because if you put on a dress and then the week later you don't want to put, 
to put it anymore. And mm-hmm. still I have those dresses because we didn't throw away anything at that time. They were very good dresses. We didn't have fast fashion at that time. And so, uh, but we wanted to change. So we want to express ourselves. Nowadays, our way of uh, have fun changed a lot because we spend lots of time in digital world Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe not so much in the metaverse yet but we we are on uh, social media in the future i think that the evolution of social media will be a metaverse media we will have a community on the metaverse because it's much more interesting that uh, uh, 2d social media if i can engage with my community uh, with my community in 3d i have a a completely different uh, uh, experience and maybe all together we will play a movie in the metaverse and we will be some character in that movie and we will have lots of fun so at that time the digital fashion will also serve us as a a digital identity digital twin of ourselves not uh, um, it's not uh, so important to have the same shape you have in reality in my opinion Mm -hmm. because you can decide to be anything you want in the metaverse maybe this week I am a wonder woman and next week I can also be, uh, I don't know, King Kong or something like that. So uh, it's a very, an interesting way to uh, spend the leisure time and having fun with all your friends. And I think that uh, this will be really, really interesting for fashion because we can become sustainable expressing ourselves throwing away a digital garment that is not throwing away because you didn't produce it doesn't cost the same as throwing away a a real garment. So I can't be Wonder Woman and then King Kong without wasting resources, but I can do it on the metaverse and it will become our new way of expressing ourselves. While when we go around in the real world, I think that is not fashion the point anymore, but is style. Actually, when I attended the university, because I'm so crazy that I attended again the university in mm-hmm. 2017, and uh, uh, I approached the uh, architecture and the uh, fashion to see how it evolved since uh, I studied fashion a long time ago, actually. And uh, uh, my teacher, uh, the one that uh, was uh, very good in uh, fashion history, told us fashion is died, style is born. This is style, is a matter of style identity you don't need to buy so many stuff to be yourself you need to build your own closet in reality to buy good stuff and use it forever because it's yourself of course if you become big or small you have to to change but you don't need to 
uh, use fast fashion to always uh, be something different uh, in the real world. It's much better to have an identity, <laughs> in my opinion. So this yeah. can become sustainable because our problem is uh, overconsumption. We throw away lots of garments that are still new and uh, you have a desert full of uh, garments uh, and a continent full of garments. So we cannot go ahead like that. For example, some days ago, I have been in a Fuji textile exhibition next to Mount Fuji here in Japan. And uh, it was very funny because you had lots of uh, uh, stores of used clothes second-hand stores that even had some garments for free. This is for free. If you like it, you just have to bring back it home. You don't have to pay for it. It's a good, good idea that can merge with the, uh, all the digital we have. So we have to mix all the um, new trend we have in order to become really sustainable hmm. wow that's really uh amazing because when you're talking about different ways of self-expression and right now we have the problem of overconsumption. so i do think like all the things merging together with technology and fashion it will bring a better solution for this industry for sure so what do you think about how brands they can also implement the blockchain technology into this field to helping fashion the whole supply chain to be more green and sustainable well uh some company already use uh, the blockchain in order to trace uh, all uh, the uh, component of uh, a garment no it's mm -hmm. not so easy because uh, sustainability is something that we are talking about so, well uh, some company already use uh, the blockchain in order to trace uh, all uh, the uh, component of uh, a garment no it's mm -hmm. not so easy because uh, sustainability is something that we are talking about since a long time ago, but it's uh, something also that is not so easy because now I am talking about uh, digital garment and to buy less, no? To buy mm -hmm. less, to buy better. Because uh, we must uh, become sustainable. But we have also to think that uh, fashion is a good uh, um, industry to give lots of work so we have to think also about the workers if we produce less what will happen to our workers it's it's not so easy it's very complicated <laughs> so uh, and not all the workers can become uh, ai savvy or 3d savvy you know you, you must invent something different uh, uh, how can we put the workers in the metaverse? For example, no, we have lots of uh, um, uh, questions to to solve, uh, many many kind of enigma to solve. But uh, uh, together we can do it. And uh, what can the blockchain do is uh, 
telling us from where is coming our clothes. Who mm. made it? Who made it? The fab fabric. Who made the uh, fiber of the fabric, and so on. But even to uh, make a um, real good blockchain for traceability is not so easy like to say it because you know when you go to harvest for example the wool mm -hmm. in uh, or Kashmir in Mongolia or in China the wonderful Kashmir you get from uh, maybe inner Mongolia from a very small producer how can you use the blockchain for that you know, so mm. uh, the complete traceability may be a little bit uh, difficult to do. But uh, uh, from some point on, I think the blockchain will help a lot. And then I think that the blockchain um, is not for the upstream. Now we are um, talking about the supply chain that is the, the upstream part of a garment, mm -hmm. but downstream in the shop, blockchain can be good because, for example, we can use it to make a resell. This garment has this NFT and I can sell to Iching this garment just on the blockchain is very easy. Mm -hmm. Then you have to find out the, the method to deliver it. Delivery, yes. Because also the um, uh, operation, you know, the movement of the garment uh, mm -hmm. involves sustainability. So we are uh, talking about a global market, uh, no? make local in order to mm -hmm. become much more sustainable and so on. Uh, I think... With all these new tools, you have a completely new universe of uh, uh, possibility and uh, to make a good thing, to enjoy, to be much more engaging, to have more fun. Uh, we can really invent something that is uh, extraordinary in my mind. Yeah, totally. I agree with that. Also... Today, we are talking about a lot of fashion revolution. I do see all these kind of technology there emerging and step-by-step. Uh, step, now, not so many people, they understand. And we are always on the way of exploring how this can be a combination that make fashion to transforming another dimension, more sustainable way, helping people to have more immersive experience. So all this, we are like connecting all the dots. When the dots are there and we will find a path to transforming the traditional industry into a better way. That's the idea behind the concept. It's really amazing that you share with us a lot of new knowledge that uh, for our audience who are not really familiar with the digital fashion and uh, um, blockchain web three it's a really good opportunity to learn from barbara she really have a lot of experience also um doing a lot of stuff in the field uh i just want to ask one question because a lot of people are talking about ai are we afraid of ai or we are more embarrassing it is a new tool so how do you see the relationship between 
AI and human? Hmm. Very good question. <laughs> you know, uh, AI can be a good tool or a bad tool. It depends on the human how to use it. No, it's a, as a, I always say, a pen. With a pen, you can uh, write good things or you can write bad things. Anything is like that. Of course, uh, uh, according to what uh, uh, expert says about AI, we have a bit concern about it also. It's an amazing tool, but uh, where is it leading us as human? In my opinion, we have to use AI exactly with the same moderation we use alcohol or something like that. Because, for example, um, when I drive a car, I use the navigation system only the first time I have to go somewhere because I don't know the way. But uh, after that, I can. I don't want to use the navigation system. I want to use my own brain because I think that uh, if you don't... Uh, um, train your brain as uh, training your body, your brain will become a, a kind of uh, empty box, you know? So mm. it's the same as uh, when you use the calculator. Mm. Uh, if you use the calculator, you cannot even do 7 plus 3. How much 7 plus 3? 10. <laughs> but uh, sometimes, oh my God, uh, let me see. No, uh, even a simple operation. Mm. And that is uh, the secret. If you start uh, to rely on uh, AI too much, uh, it will become a big problem, even uh, for the um, everyday life, not only for working. We have to be very careful about that because it's, uh, it's uh, very useful, you know, it's handy and uh, it's very easy to become lazy and uh, let uh, uh, the machine doing more like this instead of us mm. but uh, our evolution our brain evolution is around doing things ourselves mm -hmm. so we have uh, to be very careful then what will happen in uh, a little bit farther future about uh, some uh, integration between human and machine and uh, maybe some kind of stuff inside our body. I don't know because uh, still it's a little bit early. I'm very curious because uh, really it's uh, something uh, fantomatic. I, I, I cannot envision it. But uh, uh, we have to be careful, actually. And uh, about uh, what will happen in our job as a fashion designer and a worker in fashion, again, it depends because uh, creativity, okay, but after I make a, a good design is not finished. Mm -hmm. it, it depends on how uh, the AI will uh, uh, evolve and uh, how the companies will use it now in the future. Uh, and if we rely completely on AI, <laughs> by the way, uh, in some way we have to get money because it's completely useless to make a garment if you cannot sell it to people. We cannot sell a garment to AI, no? 
<laughs> so in some way, uh, it's uh, something that we have to think about because if we give work to AI and we get rid of people, in some way, we have to sell the product we make. So it's, uh, uh, you know, around the shape. Mm -hmm. I'm not so fearless. I think that human has enough uh, brain to deal with it and not become completely servant of the tool. No, it's uh, instead it's completely the opposite. If we make a machine, we hope that the machine will help us yes. and we will not become a slave of the machine. But for example, as I am, I became a slave of my cat. Instead of uh, he being my pet, I became my cat pet. So I, I am a little bit worrying about what we are doing with AI, you know. Uh, <laughs> and very soon uh, it will be released uh, uh, a new novel from Astrea Nicodemo uh, that is uh, around AI. It's not written by AI, but there's something written for AI because uh, there are lots of questions around it. If you started to investigate AI and uh, working with that tools, you think, does it have a soul? How can it make such a good stuff without having a soul? Having such imagination is just a, a matter of algorithms and mathematics. Uh, where is the magic? What is behind the magic? Is something much bigger? So in that book, uh, we wrote, I collaborated uh, uh, side by side, and we wrote mm -hmm. something around everything from the point of view of an imaginary, an imaginary, uh, sorry, uh, around the vision of the AI the point of view of AI, no? We imagine to be an AI. What AI will feel about uh, being a servant of humanity? No, it's very interesting. Um, you know, it's a, a thrilling time. I think it's uh, one of the most uh, uh, fertile time uh, of uh, any century i don't know because everything is uh, changing so fast yeah. and uh, we have lots of problem but we make wars so sometimes i think we need an ai to help us stop doing stupid things for example because we human we are not able to stop stupid things we have problem we create much more problem instead of solve what we have no so maybe the artificial intelligence will be a, a good tool. I don't know. But of course, with the great things come great responsibility. I hope everybody will be intelligent enough to use it well. Yes, definitely. Like everything when we are seeing, it always have two sides, depend on the people who are using it and how we are using the tool to helping us. Um, so as an expertise, and you have been working a lot in this field, can you showcase some of your projects that you are working with? 
Well, uh, if you scroll down my Instagram, you will have uh, mm -hmm. uh, showcased. Uh, you will see many, many projects I am working on at actually more than one because uh, in the last couple of uh, months uh, I collaborated at this book uh, from where I also um, got uh, a video presented on Digital Fashion Week uh, mm -hmm. New York, London and Paris yeah, yes. and this uh, also uh, filled with the philosophy and uh, uh, some kind of uh, self uh, Uh, investigation no as a human uh, then i am working on a, a very interesting course about ai in fashion it's mm -hmm. just for fashion so how you can use ai from concept to marketing and sales all the supply chain used with ai data and uh, helping uh, in uh, uh, developing 3d and so on mm -hmm. um, you will have a 360 degree view about AI in fashion. Of course, uh, we will not uh, maybe teach you how to make a prompt uh, that uh, can show your real personality. That is uh, your own investigation mm -hmm. because uh, each one of us uh, must find the correct tool. No, We have so many kind of brushes, but... Uh, I love one brush, another one loves another yeah. brush. It depends on the ends and so on. Um, we have so many uh, artificial intelligence tools nowadays for creativity, for production, for marketing, uh, for prediction, for writing. We have hundreds and hundreds of tools. Sometimes somebody asks me, which kind of tool you use for design? It depends. Maybe today I use Midjourney, tomorrow I use another tool. Maybe mm -hmm. Disco Diffusion for uh, some kind of uh, video and then I will not use AI at all because I want to make a video making rendering that uh, for now is still another level, no? For example, or because I wanted to put my hands inside. I don't want to use the calculator. I want to do the calculation myself. So um, I don't have uh, one way. It's like when I design or uh, I paint, it, it may be uh, watercolor, it may be oil color, it may be pencil, it depends, or I mix mm -hmm. all together. And uh, uh, it's the same for AI and 3D and, uh, you know, Adobe, uh, many things you have available on the table nowadays. The state mm -hmm. of, of the art is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. So we are really happy to having you here. And uh, for our audience, if you are really interested in this field, can please follow Barbara from Instagram, her website, LinkedIn. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, you will see everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, my webpage and uh, mm -hmm. Instagram, you can see yeah. what we do. The mm -hmm. webpage also about uh, the course. It will yeah. be available again on uh, February because... Uh, the previous uh, uh, class uh, started in September and already closed mm -hmm. and we will make it available again on uh, February um, and uh, it will be much more interesting because we will open it uh, 
we will sell it at the blocks. For example, if you are a designer, you will mm -hmm. maybe not be interested in marketing and sales. So you can buy just the part of the course that is related to your own job if you don't want to attend the, the full course. And then maybe you will also have an anticipation of the book of Astrea Nicodemo that is also very interesting. And uh, if you can follow me on Instagram, you will have a, a very good, uh, uh, how can I say, surprise for uh, Christmas and New Year, something that uh, we can uh, uh, give you for <laughs> your best luck in 3D and fashion. Cool, sure, for sure. Follow Barbara and you will find a lot of amazing content and uh, all the insights from her okay thank you so much barbara for joining us for today's uh, conversation we really learned a lot and thanks for sharing all this you have explored for several years in this field it's really helpful yeah thank you for having me if you want to contact me you find everything uh, on Instagram, on the um, website, and on my LinkedIn, Barbara Fontana Ozawa. You can find everything you want. Just write me and uh, I will be pleased to help you if you need my help. Thank you. Great. Okay, we see each other in the next episode. Ciao. Thank you.